The government of Canada and public health experts are taking action to protect Canadians from COVID-19. Protect yourself and others, especially those with medical conditions and older adults. Wash your hands often. Avoid touching your face. Cough or sneeze into your arm and disinfect surfaces. You should also avoid crowded places. Avoid all non-essential travel. And if you're sick, stay home. To learn more, visit canada.ca slash coronavirus. A message from the Government of Canada. Well, good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night to you for whatever time you may, be, you may be catching this. This is First Up for 93.3 CFMU. My name is Joe Mark, here to be with you for the next 60 to 90 minutes as we continue on with the program and more on the CFMU specials regarding some of our volunteers as they reflect back on their time here. I've got a special guest today who was a volunteer and more information will be coming about this guest and more on today's show and I will catch you in just a moment. Stay tuned. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. Well, hey, greetings and welcome back to the program. And if this is your first time, welcome to the program. How have you been? How are you doing first off? Hopefully you and yours have been keeping well since uh, we last met last week. Or if this is your first time, hopefully regardless, you have been doing well. I know I myself, my family and I, we've been doing as best as we can. Um, and, uh, you know, as we're starting to slowly get back into some of our usual uh, sort of a quote unquote normal ways of being. Uh, however, you know, we're still sort of um, hang around at home mostly and still waiting on uh, just keeping keeping an eye out on how the provincial and federal orders will turn out in terms of, you know, um, proper proper practices when things do open up and um, especially once we start getting to, you know, the later stages of places of worship, um, you know, entertainment areas for whatever those will take place. But nonetheless, um, looking forward to better days ahead and I'm just still staying hopeful as I hope you are also. Uh, now, I know and I understand that the past couple of weeks have been pretty wild too. So um, here's something that I probably should have explained in a previous episode as well. Uh, basically, what happened was um, for the last episode that you were uh, that you li- that you may have heard, which was uh, Harrison and Johnny, so M. Harrison and Johnny Panda uh, on their episode, which was sort of their um, volunteer feature for looking back at the past year. Which, funny enough, actually, I did the last interview with them um, on at, back at episode 16 which was sort of the introductory um, volunteering episode. So I guess they they kind of got a little bit of a shorter time between the two interviews, but nonetheless, it was still pretty fun. But anyways, you may have noticed that that was uh, released um, originally on the 1st of June, but then not really promoted until last week. So originally, the intention was for that episode to be out on the 1st of June, and I would have done promotions on that and uh, done the usual matters, if anything, as well. By the way, that page is still being updated as I, uh, as I still continually gather more information and things I want to go ahead and add to that episode page. But um, I decided to, to do a little bit of a change because of um, very important things going on right now, as you may have heard, seen, uh, heard in the scene of, uh, of uh, black racism, uh, police brutality, and um, all these um, things that are being contested and challenged, especially now, which is sort of uh, not peaking, but is just ever rising because, you know, just a greater sense of awareness has just sort of, I guess it's just sort of come en masse 
But anyways, uh, so what would have happened originally was that this episode was going to be out then, but I decided to reassign that uh, episode page to just a place where we could, you know, where one could go ahead and, you know, be informed, uh, or as well as to join in on the conversation, because I'll just be posting up a series of links to resources, to pages, to whatever I think, and, and just content in general that, I mean, either that I have found rather interesting or useful, or also that um, anybody who is welcome to submit as well if they have anything they'd like to recommend to me and to, to, to you as well, if this may be your first time uh, checking some of the content out, then you can go ahead and do this page as well. Uh, that'll be up on uh, the website, cfmu.ca slash show slash 159. And you're looking for something called uh, episode number 27A. The title for that is called Blackout. So originally that would have been the original episode 27. I think, did I say 26? I meant 27. Uh, to episode number 27, but that is now on its own page, which would have been for the show that was supposed to be this week, but now, or was supposed to be last week, but is now this week. So if you kind of get that, so whatever I have for today was supposed to be up last week, but never really came to be. But anyways, uh, nonetheless, with all that, hopefully you will remain informed, and I do highly recommend that you check out that page because it is a very important time. To uh, You'll also hear in today's interview, we will t- chat a little bit about this, but um, to to stray from and to sort of uh, step away from just being neutral because uh, neutrality in this particular situation definitely is a big statement in itself sort of sitting on the fence means that you are just a bystander and sort of and excuse me if if I may end, uh, end up calling you a bystander but really you know if you if one is to be neutral then you're pretty much are just being the bystander and just observing and um, I know you may have noticed potentially if you have been checking along my social media that I've been pretty quiet uh, over the past couple of weeks, but that doesn't mean that I have been remaining neutral now. That's very important. So I've just been stepping back and trying to inform myself and educate myself more so because I know I admittedly have a lot of educating to be done. Um, not not to say that I don't know what's going on, but it's just kind of, you know, getting a better sense, a better sense of the bigger picture kind of, you know, because I, I definitely, um, I myself am uh, remaining in solidarity with all of those who are protesting and contesting against racism, especially black racism, and in our case here in Canada, even indigenous racism too, and then police brutality with all of that has been going on as well. But anyways, um, I highly recommend you check that page out. So along with that, to tie with that, and how nicely this actually was uh, interestingly timed, uh, is that my guest for today, which we'll be getting into now, because this uh, will pretty much take up the majority of the episode, but we may be able to get into some music right afterwards. But nonetheless, uh, my guest today is a volunteer, as you heard in the introduction, here at CFMU. He also is the host of a show by the name of Rainbow Radio, which is a show that originally, I, I mean, not originally, but before him, was actually by Olivia Fava, who was our recent, our, our previous produ- uh, production, I'm production coordinator, the community outreach coordinator. So she actually had that show, and that was her um, sort of, um, how was her sort of, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word, and I'm failing to think of the term here. That was her show, we'll put it that way. And uh, she sort of took over and continued on that show for her time. And then she passed it on to this guest, uh, who is now hosting it. The show hasn't changed time slots, though. It's still around on at Mondays. 
from and and this is something funny because in the interview I think we were actually contesting this. So while while we're at it, maybe I should go pull up my computer and have a look here and see. So I'm going to go ahead and actually log in right now as we're on the air to cfmu.ca and you can join along here too. So basically, you're looking for um, the calendar. If you're looking on a computer, us on the top right somewhere it looks like a little calendar sheet. If you're on a phone, it's probably going to be on the bottom somewhere. So you're going to look uh, there. You should see sort of a, a day of the week at the top. So for example, if today being Monday, you'd see Monday at the top, and then you'd have all the shows listed underneath. So you're checking for Monday on this one, and you're looking down, and let's see what we've got over here. Well, what do you know? It's 7 to 8 p.m. So I was mistaken <laughs> when I had uh, interviewed uh, this guest. Basically, uh, his name is Avery Jackman, first off. So instead of uh, leaving you in the dark on the information, but nonetheless, a great friend of mine, a wonderful uh, a wonderful fellow, and uh, he just does wonderful things on the show, um, especially his conversations, because let me tell you, if you ever were to tune into any one of his episodes, you'll find that he is one of the most conversational sounding folk in terms of, you know, it, it just sounds like he really is chatting to you, and I very much um, enjoy that, especially whenever I tune into his episodes. So anyways, I had a chat with them to sort of chat uh, as we were talking about, you know, how, how he's been taking the pandemic and how his show has been going, how he's had, how he's found his past year here at CFMU as well. Uh, but also, um, he actually had a special last Thursday, um, sort of a live airing on Zoom of one of his episodes for Rainbow Radio, especially um, during this time. And he was sort of had, um, I believe there would be, there was a panel and um, Sort of just a live airing of Rainbow Radio, but especially um, especially towards the topics of black racism and police brutality, and especially in the, in the LGBTQ community, because that is what Rainbow Radio is all about, being able to showcase and to highlight um, artists and um, folk who identify under the LGBTQ plus community. So anyways, here is the interview without further ado with Avery Jackman, and I hope you enjoy This is 93.3 CFMU. Joe Mar here with you, and I've got a special guest who is a good friend of mine, and he is the host of Rainbow Radio, a show that airs on Mondays at CFMU from 8 to 9, and so it is my pleasure to introduce to you Avery Jackman. Avery, thanks for What's coming along. What's going on? What's going on? Joe Mar, it's 7 to 8. 7 to, seven eight, to 8 on, well, seven to eight on Mondays, but that's okay. That. I, I, <laughs> that's lovely. And 7 to 8, and that's the evening, I was going to say, too, because there are shows that run in the morning, so I know if it was 7 to 8 a.m., my show would overlap yours technically from there it 6 is. to 7 30, <laughs> My bad. So it's 7, 7 to 8 p.m. For some yep. reason, I was thinking it was 8 to 9. I guess I must have just maybe had, you know, maybe I'm still in daylight savings time honestly, you know, for all we know. <laughs> honestly, I could even be wrong. <laughs> I don't think I even remember, but I think it was seven to eight i think it, seven I, haven't to been, eight. I haven't been in the studio in so long but yes well yes i think some date we will put your if you're listening and <laughs> we will put we will put your doubts to bed you'll see on the show page what the actual time is the actual on the website. <laughs> but anywho my goodness avery no it's been what how many weeks since i last saw you it was probably back in march Yes, I think. Um, what's the week count? Ten? Is it ten now? We're at. I think I more than. Know. I more think than just that. before the interview. 
just before this, I think we were chatting and I was counting how many, because I've been basically on how many episodes I've done since my last one at the studio. And right. I think we're going on about 10, 11, or 12, so you might be right. Wow. Something like that. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's like a whole summer vacation <laughs> away. <laughs> Wow, Boy, I nuts. feel I feel bad too because I think I was I was trying to invite you to go you know to to, to go bowling one night or something with some friends, yes. but that never happened because of all the, the stuff that's been going on. <laughs> right, all of my summer plans, all of my even end of the school year plans and everything mm-hmm. has kind of just been gone out the window. But that, for the best. But yes, yes, yes. That's true. You you aren't graduating this year, are you? No, I have one more year. Fingers crossed, one more year. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. we're never too sure about the years, but uh, I'm That's fingers true. crossed one more year for me. One more yes. year, I see. Well, I mean, we're going to have to see how it is with, you know, however we do it online or in person with these uh, new, however it's going to look like from a few months from now. I know. So how have you been handling it? How have you been over the past few weeks? And so, um, I've honestly just been doing a lot of sleeping. Um, which is nice, but at this point, I think sleep. I've actually gotten bored of sleeping, um, oh. and now I'm, I'm <laughs> starting to get like um, I, I'm becoming a busybody now, where I'm really just wanting to do something. So I've been um, going on runs. I haven't ran in okay. a long time. I used to run when I was a kid, um, mm-hmm. stuff in high school, but um, I started, you know, running around the block. Um, I started painting. So I started, I started a, a painting oh, wow. that I've been. Um, slowly chipping away at I think there's I'm trying to not uh put too much emphasis on being productive though I think I'm just trying to make sure that I'm staying um healthy and safe so I think it's just been about whenever I'm in the mood to paint I pull out my utensils and I uh do what I can um but I think it's just been doing what I feel is right for the day so what that means sometimes it just means just hanging out and um you know, watching a movie and that's my goal for the day or answering one email for the day or um, mm-hmm. cooking. I've been doing a little bit of cooking. Um, not as much as I think I'd wanted to, but I I taught myself how to make guacamole. So that's cool. Oh, wow. That's I'm not sure if I even pronounced that correctly. I sounded very... I think it uh, sounds pretty good, guacamole. You know, <laughs> how many other ways could you really do guac or guac? Or, I, I guess well, it's like potato, potato. You'd be, you know, surprised the way, you'd be surprised the way so many people pronounce so many things. But anyways, um, yeah, guacamole. And I've been... Um, I made a homemade pizza so far. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it's just been like whatever my heart desires and whatever I can do while mm. I'm at home. It's just been... Um, what I've been uh, up to. So I think that's 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 the best way I can kind of summarize it. I think it hasn't oh, been so. too glamorous, <laughs> but I think that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. At least, I mean, I guess you've been, yeah, as you said, you know, keeping, keeping busy in terms, of, in terms of staying healthy and just keeping your mind going for every once in a while doing something, you know. You mentioned mm. pizza, you kind of got me going on the dough because, you know, here <laughs> at, at ours, we've been doing a lot. I know recently because my mom, came back from Costco with one of those huge bags of flour, whatever it was, thinking, you know, we may as well try to make bread at home or things of that sort, just to save on having to go out to the grocery and, you know, buy bread on the weekly or something. Yes. So we've been experimenting. I know the first time I tried bread, which was very early back in, I think it was even the about a couple weeks after we closed at CFME, it might have been late March or so. And I tried the bread recipe that was there from the sill, I'm pretty certain. I think it was, there was an article there and uh, about, you know, making bread or something of the sort. Oh. Tried it, but didn't realize that our yeast was dead. 
So when we tried to actually oh, make no. the bread and we baked, <laughs> and I, I left it in this massive loaf. I didn't even bother trying to slice it into individual pieces or something or, or smaller loaves or whatever. I bake the thing and I'm expecting this to rise like crazy. And all of a sudden I open it later and I see it hasn't risen at all. So by the time it's already baked through and done, we have ourselves this, this massively dense piece of bread <laughs> that's like even the smallest slice is enough to fill you up because of how much flour we put into the thing it was the funniest thing it was wow. the funniest thing yeah but, uh, my, no, yeah yeah go ahead sorry no it's okay um i was saying my, my pizza i didn't use any yeast at all because i was oh, too wow. lazy to look <laughs> i was just too lazy so at least you had your your attempt to have yeast mine just it you know people um try to downgrade pizza and just say, oh, it's just dough, sauce, and cheese. That's literally what mine was, though. It literally was just dough, sauce, and cheese. And oh, fair enough, fair enough. That's yeah. just what it was. But that's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Well, now we have yeast, and we've managed to get some from Costco as well. We got some yeast. And uh, yeah, so my uh, my parents have really been – I don't know. I've, I've somehow found this newfound interest in baking for some odd reason now. Like uh, my uh, parents have had me try this uh, sort of traditional roll recipe that we have. It's called bundesel in our, in our culture. It's like dinner rolls almost. Oh, yes, yes, and yes, 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 yes. It's like – yeah, it's like Philippine dinner rolls or something of yes. that sort. And I might, be, I might be trying to redo that bread thing later on. I might be trying bagels in the future at some point, which might be really fun to try out. So, Yum. you know. Anywho, um, back to you now. And uh, I mentioned something about Rainbow Radio. And tell us actually a little bit about that. I know uh, if you're listening and you managed to catch the very first interview I did with Olivia Fava, she actually was the previous host of Rainbow Radio. Yes. But I think we'll hear it from Avery today because you've had it for the past year. And uh, tell us about how, how have you sort of found that experience so far, or at least yeah. for this past year? For sure. Um, shout out to Olivia because she's the person who um, put me on all of this, I think, um, from the First day I met her, she was just so um, enthusiastic about, you know, um, carrying on that show and its legacy and how important it was to have representation um, in the music industry and um, showcasing those artists. So, um, yeah, mm -hmm. shout out to her because she's just been she's just been so helpful, I think, with the transition that I experienced uh, back in September and uh, with the promo and just being able just to be a helping hand. Um, I still was supposed to have her as a guest. I haven't had, I haven't had her as ah. a guest on my show yet. Um, uh -huh. and we were supposed to plan that um, before the end of the school year, um, but here we are. <laughs> um, oh, man. Um, I know, um, but yes, um, Rainbow Radio. Rainbow Radio fell into my lap, I think, at a time where I was looking for a new purpose, um, at least in my life. Um, I used to dance, I still dance, but I, I, I was looking for something different. And I think um, radio was something that, that was always in the back of my mind, but I wasn't too sure if I was, I had the skills to do it because, you know, you think of radio, you think of people who go to school for journalism and, um, you know, when we'll have like media training and stuff. But I, um, right. given the opportunity that I had, I think, um, and being introduced also with Erica, um, for the own Erica is a music director um, here at CFMU. I think um, I just decided, you know, just go for it and just see, you know, what happens. And I think it has been um, such a blessing in in so many different ways in my life. Even just speaking personally, in terms of having a safe space to go to every, you know, once mm -hmm. a week. Um, Absolutely. Being, being able to. 
um, find new music for myself. I love finding out new music and find new art, and especially artists that I think I can identify with or um, have so many cool stories that um, aren't often told in mainstream media um, or in the music industry in general. Um, and I think having the opportunity to uh, be, be on a platform and have a platform to do that, that is often so rare, um, has opened doors for me. And I've been able to facilitate conversations with people that I never thought, you know, in a million years would be even be interested. Um, and just even having some just, you know, a, a table talk or just, um, or just having, you know, elevator conversation with somebody and being able to be proud yeah. to say that I have uh, my own mm-hmm. radio show, you know, and I think, uh, you know, uh, my dad has been really supportive of it. Um, and I think uh, my friends, you know, I am the first episode, um, all my friends kind of tuned in for me um, and they oh, wow. like, posted it on their Instagram stories. Like it was such an amazing, <laughs> I remember I was so scared. <laughs> I, oh, was so the, I was so scared. <laughs> I like wrote this super lengthy script. I used to write a script, fun fact. I used to write mm-hmm. a script for the entire first semester. So from September till honestly December, almost as little, I think honestly until January, I wrote a script. Um, every week and the script was about four to five pages like not single space like it was nuts and I used to write like I used to write like how I talk so even though I sound like I was naturally like I was talking naturally to the uh, microphone it was literally me reading off everything that I had to wanted to say because I, I didn't trust myself um, to speak openly like that um, and then I think I just felt like I needed to, you know, be courageous and just think, you know what, I think you've been doing this for three months, you know what you want to do, you know what you want to say, so go in. And I think from about mid-January till honestly, till when we hit quarantine, I was off script. Um, And I think it has taught me um, a lot, it's it's taught me a lot about courage, it's taught me a lot about um, determination and perseverance because it's live, you know, anything can happen. That's true. Um, and, That's true. You know, having to um, correct your mistakes and having to take a minute and be like, okay, well, that just happened, even if, you know, um, and having to be like, okay, um, what is ultimatum here? What can I do? How can I fix this? I remember my first episode. Um, I think there was dead air for like 30 <laughs> seconds because <laughs> I didn't press the right button. And then I'm oh, like, boy. okay, I don't hear anything. Do they hear anything? And then I had to call on somebody and I'm like, okay, help me. Like, I don't, and they're like, this, is this button. And you know what? And like, at first you're like, man, like somebody was in their car listening to this and they're probably just like, what just happened? Um, or like, you know, and, but I think yeah. it's the, oh, that's yeah. the beauty of, you know, live you know, anything. It's just, you know, having to mm-hmm. roll with the punches and just having to be, um, having to just be courageous, you know, and it's extremely candid to, too. Yeah. It's absolutely candid. Um, and, and also, you know, having to hear your own voice and having to be, um, I, I think steadfast in your own opinion, um, and having to own that, you know, and having to, yeah. uh, you know, be confident, um, was something that I think I also had to really work on and being like, you know, like, no, like, own this, own that, this is your opinion, own that, no matter if you don't agree with what you're doing or don't agree with what you're saying, um, even though nothing you're saying is controversial or, you know, nothing far from facts, um, I think, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's having that confidence. So, so many life lessons, I can say, have come from, from having this show, um, and I think, 
just, you know, meeting you, meeting the staff, having Jamie um, be there, um, obviously having Olivia be there with me, having Erica and having some of the volunteers. Um, mm -hmm. I think I, I really do, I really have anyways enjoyed my time um, and it's not done yet. So hopefully I, I come back in September for another, another season, I like to call it, another season um, yeah. of Rainbow Absolutely. Radio. So, yeah. There you go. Yes. I mean, uh, you're you must have really expertly typed out your scripts that early <laughs> or something. I imagine. I was thinking about that because you mentioned everything was scripted. Trust me, when the first few episodes of not even this show, but from a show like the very first show I hosted at CFM way back in first year, um, that would have had to have been just just some kind of time filling show or just playing. You know, like there's no format whatsoever. You just play music, you do whatever. And I thought, let me just go in there and see if I can wing this without bringing anything whatsoever. And that was the biggest mistake of my life. Went <laughs> in there. No clue what I was going to say. It was just, ah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. We're going to play this song. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 this was from, you know, all those kinds of things you get from there. But eventually I just said, and, and, and I, I used to have to hold myself up to a standard to say, you know, people are listening to me. Shouldn't I be sounding like, you know, I know what I'm doing and they sound really good, those kinds of things. Eventually mm -hmm. I found that, you know, after having listened to different shows and kind of re having reevaluated my own, you know, previous shows, I thought, you know, what am I even doing? Do I really have to put myself through all this trouble? Like, why can't I just get over there and do what's, you know, do the best version of me that I can be? So eventually it kind of just evolved into um, more of a, I guess it really is a big communication um, exercise almost just to be able to, you know, just be able to talk and have confidence in, in your, in your, in whatever you say and, you know, not to hold back. And that's absolutely absolutely i think the communication part um is so important because you know um you have to have some sort of purpose <laughs> purpose yeah. and you have to have some sort of point you know i i, I always right. say for my listeners that I, I always want you to walk away with something um and whether that was my main uh speaking portion that i had or whether it was um i had my oh, i missed them i used to have um i still do uh, weekly affirmations where mm. I used to give them an affirmation of the week every week so that they walk away with something so that, so that until the next episode, you know, whether you're going through something or you just need some sort of level of encouragement, um, you walk away with something from my show. And I think having that um, piece where, whether it was the affirmation or just my speaking point, having to be concise, you know, and yes. not just ramble on and on and on and on. <laughs> um, having to, you know, read an article or inf inform myself or um, find out, okay, what is my position? What is my perspective? And how can I, at the end of what I have to say, summarize this so that um, not only am I communicating something that was meaningful, but also something that is purposeful and something that I think also that um, will hopefully do something better in the world um, and mm -hmm. put out some more positivity, um, which I think that's what we should all be doing, um, no matter what job or platform we have so absolutely, yeah i absolutely. think um communication is definitely key in everything yeah. <laughs> and and i still am a huge victim of not being concise so you're probably ahead of me now with that Ooh, i think you're doing there are days you're great. There are, honestly there are some days even on this show that because basically i just i just stand in a closet and talk for about 10 minutes to see if i can fill time <laughs> just to be able to make up the time and sometimes i listen back to some of these and i think you know it sounded like a good take at the time just because I wasn't stammering or sounded like I was going on a weird tangent of some kind. But then I think, you know, 
there are so it's so wordy to the point where I'm kind of almost boring myself with my own monologue or something of the sort, mm. trying to fill the time out. So that that conciseness is something that I'm still working on. So you know, having the points down on a piece of paper now has been very helpful because every show, as you may have possibly seen, I usually have like a little typewritten outline that goes up on the show page every week or something of that sort. So that outline is what helps me kind of stay on the point and follow along with the show, given the hour and a half that I'm given, and so it helps to guide. You to some degree, to be able to keep on there and stay as best as I can without going on too many tangents. Unless I put on the paper, go on a tangent or something. Maybe I might do that, but, uh, you know. Yes, 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 yes. No, I, I feel that. And I think for me, um, I, I I used I still do actually have like some of uh, like a stutter. <laughs> and when I talk, um, and I think like that was my biggest fear was um going on the air and stuttering for like i don't know 10 seconds and having to be like <gasps> and regroup you know um but no no i think i think you know and, and interesting too i think um in terms of conciseness i think sometimes when I, when I listen to certain podcasts sometimes it can just be nice just to have um someone talk to you like you're a friend you know yeah, and I, i've had i've had people um reach out to me after the show and just and just being like you know what like if anything, like, it just felt like a friend was talking to me or someone was just talking to me, like, you know, like, that's like, wonderful. That we've, always, we've always known each other, you know, and because I'll be Absolutely. honest, I don't always have that clear of a, an idea of what's going on. <laughs> um, and especially when I lose my train of thought, I kind of just start like talking about whatever's going on in my head. Um, uh-huh. But I think that 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 level of um, um, informalness, if that's even a word, um, helps, you know, because I think that's what people mm-hmm. want. People don't always um want this professional lingo you know we, absolutely, we go, we go, absolutely yeah. you know like we go to work we go to school for that you know we have our that part of our life but i think i think radio is entertainment you know as well absolutely you know? and i think it's important that we entertain you know and give people mm-hmm. something uh good to listen to and something to, so you know shout out to you for being non-concise sometimes <laughs> and <laughs> rambling because we all need that we all oh, need to man. ramble well thank we you all need to ramble. Yeah. yeah i guess really the ultimate goal is is honestly you know not just putting up these these shows and podcasts it's just you know giving you whoever may be to just that extra person being there with them almost like giving that kind of feel so you know when i when i've been sort of tuned into yours every once in a while especially there was one time i think when i recently got like one of those i think i showed you the story where it's like a flip clock radio or something and yes. i was testing it yes. out and i put a story up on instagram and i said i'm testing this guy out it's working perfectly and it was you on the i think at the time it was your show yes. it was rainbow radio and you were on there as like i'm, I'm listening to rainbow radio through this thing and i was like you know when i but but aside from the story i was kind of tuned in for a bit and i thought gee this is this is extremely relaxing and you know it's just just wonderful stuff that you were that you were having sort of having a chat with almost like you know i really was there so you're doing a really good job yourself too so huge props oh, to you as well thank you thank you it is relaxing i think for me being the speaker it was relaxing but i think i oh, think podcast can be extremely relaxing i fall asleep to podcast there you go that's <laughs> my own go. thing before i go to bed i put on a podcast and i fall asleep midway through it but i think uh, at the end of the day yeah just sometimes hearing someone's voice can always be nice so yeah absolutely yes. absolutely so with a the show then um i know obviously you know we you, you've lost a few episodes because of the sort of the pandemic in that situation mm-hmm. that's been going on is there anything you're looking forward to taking on with a show in terms of come next year even even now and that sort of thing i know you do have which we'll get in a moment to a moment you, you are actually as of this uh, um particular interview today by the time this actually airs to you listening 
will have already passed, but you're going to sort of have a special uh, sort of live episode coming tomorrow relative to the time we're recording this episode yes. today. Yes. Um, in terms of for the future, well, I, I'll talk about, I guess, maybe a little about tomorrow. Um, yeah. So I think it, 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 I mean, it ties in with what I wanted, what I, what I kind of envisioned for Rainbow Radio. And I think for me, it was um, working with the community, especially the Hamilton community and my school community. I think for my first kind of, for I say for this year, this season, you know, Rainbow Radio, mm-hmm. I think it was more just me getting comfortable um seeing what I can talk about, what are my limitations, what is my time limit, what is the format that I like. Um, and I think now I'm really interested in having more guests. So I think more maybe reaching mm-hmm. out to uh, people that are in our community, we're at school community, so reaching out maybe to some of the leadership that we have that is involved yeah. in our community. Um, I would love to have you know local entertainment. So I really was interested in having maybe local drag queens maybe come on and have a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Or, um, having even students i was really interested in having students come in and sharing their experiences mm-hmm. being a, a mcmaster student you know and uh, what is it like you know being a part of the lgbt community and um absolutely you know and you know that experience um and so i think in ties with tomorrow i think what tomorrow has become it's it has become an opportunity for people who are um witnessing um the active changes that are going on in, I think, all around the world in, with with um, anti-blackness and racism and police brutality yes. and whatnot in the world um, to join the conversation. I think for mm-hmm. me, I didn't want it to become a place of just simply just inform, inform, inform. And I didn't want it to just only become a, a broadcast where I am, where the people that I'm, because I'm, I'm having a, somewhat of a panel, I guess, of um, black folk, um, black LGBT folk as well. Mm. Um, I didn't want it to become a, a platform or a place where they're consistently having to prove that they experience these things and having to um, make justifications or having to explain themselves. So I think what I wanted to become an active conversation and allow us to reflect and uplift. And um, I think I said it in my post um, a little bit of, and. Um, have an opportunity where there we can we can create a conversation amongst young people um, who are probably trying to figure out you know their positions you know and intersections of their you know identities um, yes. whether that means you know being black or being non-black or being a person of color um, being indigenous at this time you know being um, a woman um, mm-hmm. being an ally. Um, you know, um, being a person who partakes in various parts of Black culture, whether that be um, with that, in the music scene, you know, we know yeah. that, you know, Black folk have contributed so much to entertainment, music, dance, Absolutely. and so on, and, so, and, you know, um, being a creative as much as myself, um, what does that mean, you know, and what does this mean moving forward? I think that's the, that's the main point as well, is what does this mean moving forward? Because we are witnessing a revolution, and I love <laughs> I love yeah. using that word because uh-huh. I think that's something that it always sounded so radical to me to be like a revolution. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what's really what's happening here. I think we're witnessing a community that is um, tired um, and is I think just fed up, um, and I think that is I think it's absolutely valid, and I think it is um, wonderful to see that changes are actually being made. We're witnessing 
um, laws being put into place. I know uh, uh, Minneapolis just put in uh, a law regarding, um, actually, they actually just announced that they are going to working into reforming their police system. Um, mm -hmm. We were witnessing where they're starting to make, you know, certain protocols that officers take when arresting individuals um, illegal. Um, we are witnessing, um, you know, changes in um, laws regarding uh, making threats with the police with making um, phone calls and calling 911 when you don't really need to. Um, mm -hmm. And so this conversation, while I think it is unfortunate that it took you know, uh, a global pandemic as well as, you know, pri uh, protests and, and, you know, riots and whatnot. Um, yeah. I think it's absolutely valid that if this is what it takes for um, the people in this, in this country as well as in the United States to be heard um, and it's working, then I think nothing at this point was done in vain. And I think that's mm -hmm. what makes me feel um, very happy. So, um, and even seeing it here in Toronto, um, in our own country, um, witnessing, and even in my own community, being here in Durham region, I'm, I see um, young people protesting out in Ajax yesterday. Um, uh -huh. I saw um, people um, last week, I think Thursday, I witnessed a lot of my um, people from my old high school. They were protesting mm -hmm. outside of our old high school. Yeah. Um, and Toronto had their, their Black, Black Lives Matter protest. Um, the last week and I think the week before that, um, I think, um, so there's, there, there's change happening. Um, and I think I've always said this, I've said I've always had faith in this generation. I think Generation Z, X, whatever it's called, millennials as well. Um, I've always had faith in that the generation that um, they're going to be the ones that are going to make change. Um, and I think, not, and not that those before us didn't, I think we wouldn't be here without the people in our lives um, that came before us, um, whether, whether that was in the fight towards um, racism laws, or that was um, LGBT laws, or just mm -hmm. uh, laws in general, I think um, we must, you know, pay it forward that the people before us were not, you know, weak, or that they weren't doing the work, they were doing the work. I think what we're now witnessing is that the generation is not just going to sit and be complicit. I think we're seeing a generation that is saying enough is enough and mm. that we are going to, if we need to fight back, then we're going to fight back, you know? And yeah, I think that's just, so, that's just so amazing. I think we go to school to learn these things. And I think it's so nice to mm -hmm. see that these things are being practiced and not just only preached. So yeah, I absolutely. think that's uh, just to sum up is the answer, I guess. Well, pretty much no, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And then even, you know, because you were talking about things in the, in the legislature and rules and, and stuff and laws, but I guess even socially, because definitely, you know, historically before, it's been a very different, even just in, just in, just when you walk out on the street, it's been a very different time from years before as compared to what it is now. And just, just the general nature of how things have been. So just, just anything related to it. So it's just, just, I guess, continuing all these, these conversations and, uh, um, making sure just not even, you know, just extending it, not even to just this particular time when, you know, I'm guessing we're, um, I, I, I hope it isn't peaking now. It probably should still continually be, you know, all these conversations should continue and grow and rise. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite want to say, you know, it's going to start dying down and then this just, just become just a revolution or just another motion for something, but to yeah. be a continuous ongoing, um, uh, I guess a co collaborative effort to be able to put an end to these sorts of things.
Absolutely. I think, um, I think we, I think in times like this, um, perseverance and endurance are what, you know, what's really important, you know, slow and steady wins the race, you know, these are like small principles that I think we've all learned. I think being able to now apply them is so Mm -hmm. crucial. And I think in a time like this, um, it's important that, you know, a conversation that, you know, no one's saying that you have to be um, consistently, you know, um, oh, yeah. being radical. But I think what being consistent means is being consistent with your values and being consistent yes. with what you believe in. Uh-huh. Meaning that if you witness, you know, racism or you witness homophobia, you witness transphobia, you know, and so on, so on, so on. Um, being the ally that you claim to be, you know, on platforms, you know, for example, social media, you know, everybody yes. was, is super eager to put out that image that, you know, yes, I am against this. And that is my image. That is my platform, you know, cause we all have platforms. If you have an Instagram account, you have Twitter account, that is your platform. That is your pretty much um, pedestal. Um, and I think mm-hmm. um, what we've noticed in the past is people have done this performative action where yes. it's, you know, we're going to post you know, a black square, or we're going to post, you know, uh, companies are going to post like a, a nice PR message to our shareholders and our people that, you know, buy our products, but then don't implement actual changes, you know? And I mm-hmm. think it's, it's once again, it's about practicing what you preach and yes. it's not easy, you know, um, unpacking um, systemic racism is not easy. It, 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 mm-hmm. It's a process that requires a lot of work, a lot of reflection, a lot of learning. Um, and I think um, while it's unfortunate that in our educational system, it's not as enforcement it should be, mm-hmm. I think if you are going to contribute to a conversation, especially right now, um, it's important to, once again, be educated. It's, especially, it's important to learn um, and, you know, learn at your own pace and be honest about, you know, what, you know, you need and are interested in learning about, you know, I think at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's, you know, um, while, you know, people try to justify racism, I think unlearning the fact that racism is so much more than just slavery, you know, uh, racism right. is, you know, in terms of uh, the microaggressions that we have in terms of mm-hmm. the diversity issues that we have within our own system. Like I'm actually even saw, um, do you know, uh, <laughs> Bon Appetit, like the, it's like, I think the magazine, but they're also like a YouTube channel. They have like a, a cooking channel where they do like recipe, like, um, yeah. like t- and they like, they make like products, but they make it from scratch. They make like homemade Doritos or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. You probably okay. see it. Um, but they recently um, fell into allegations of lack of diversity where the CEO, um, you know, was not paying their people of color fairly, you know, and specifically it was a black woman who was paying, being paid, I think it was $400 per video on a channel that has multi-million views, you know, and you know the YouTube subscription now and whatnot, the money. Um, And I think it's the little things like that that I think we sometimes forget. is what enables racism you know it's Mm -hmm. it's it's we must reflect and we must uh hold ourselves accountable um and not just use the language that you know we see as just um another word that sounds good you know understanding you know if you claim that you understand that you have privilege 
um, what does that mean for you and where can you acknowledge that in your own life, you know, and where can yeah. you acknowledge the fact that beyond just having privilege, understanding that you also benefit, you know, systemically, mm-hmm. you also benefit. Um, uh-huh. And I think that is the conversation that I think um, people are afraid of. That's I think people don't want to be called out. I think people, you know, don't want to be singled out as being mm-hmm. just, you know, um, not um, being aware. But I think it's important that we hold each other accountable. I hold myself accountable in terms of understanding my own privileges, you know, while mm-hmm. I am Black and queer. I understand that I also have financial privileges in terms of the home that I came from and um, financially um, not living in poverty. And mm-hmm. that's something that I think I own up to and that I benefit heavily from in terms of being able to go to a post-secondary education and being mm-hmm. able to, for example, stay on residence, you know, and my that's first right. yeah, year, I didn't have, I know I didn't have to have a job in my first year, you know, I was mm-hmm. able to have a meal plan. Um, I'm, I'm able to afford my textbooks and I, they, they, and like little things like that, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that, 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 that's just a little bit of not only what I'm, what I'm talking about tomorrow um, and mm-hmm. hopefully when the episode puts up, um, people are able to listen to it. But I think just practicing that in my own life and during quarantine, um, reflecting um, on that. Yeah. So yeah, that's just a little bit of my take. <laughs> I see. Well, no, it's a, it's a wonderful take, definitely. And I think it, it also helps me because, you know, I, we were kind of talking about this before, just before in casual conversation. You know, I myself, too, have been pretty quiet these days, admittedly, mm-hmm. on, on all the things that have been going on. Not to say that I am, I'm sitting neutral anywhere on this. By no means am I neutral on this. I mm-hmm. really do. And I really do want to do my part to be able to help out. But it's just been taking take, taking a step back and either reflecting on what I can do or what I have, you know, I guess sort of my, my particular position in all of this sort of thing. But um, I, I really do thank you for those insights because it kind of, it kind of gets me started on, or at least to kind of help me shape how exactly I want to go about doing this as well. And to mm-hmm. be able to take, to take these into, into just my everyday life really almost and any interactions I make and all the things I do to be aware of all these things as well. So I really actually, honestly, that little snippet you gave is very helpful for me personally too. So I really do thank you for that. (laughs) No problem. I I think just a good place to start um, is looking up the word um, intersectionality. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm not going to try to explain it by any means, but I think um, look it up. I think I, I just I just googled it on my phone just now. So I have to remember it. It was created by because <laughs> I sometimes don't remember. Um, it was yeah, created no by worries, a black no woman. Um, created by uh-huh. a black woman named um, Kimberly Crenshaw, um, yeah. and her theory has transformed my life in terms of the way that I think about myself and how the world around me. And I think I encourage everybody um, in a time like this, if you're trying to understand your position and trying to understand where you want to sit uh, in in being on arguably, you know, or not arguably, but the right side, you know, of history. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage you to look up the term intersectionality um, and, and read about it, watch a video about it. Um, because once you understand in terms of your identity and how you as an individual are um, multifaceted, which I guess in in words that are not as um, academic, um, in mm-hmm. a way that you as a human being are complex, 
um, because you have the you have the right to understand that as individual you are complex you have yes. a history you have um, you go through things in your life you go through everybody goes through stuff you know and I think mm-hmm. this movement is not to accredit the fact that um, people who are non-black don't have issues and I right. think this is where people get misinterpret the idea of the Black Lives Matter movement because it's this assumption that it's only Black Lives Matter, which it is at this time. Absolutely, it is Black Lives Matter. I think that is what the campaign is. That is mm-hmm. the movement. Um, but no one's disregarding the fact that there are lots of other campaigns that are specific to the issue at hand. Like, for example, when people have breast cancer awareness month it's not saying yes. that other cancers don't matter and that exactly. they're not important and not just as you know terrible i think we've all lost and encountered a person to cancer but at this moment in time we're shedding a light on for example breast cancer and i think yes. that's just what people maybe need to um understand um that we're not that the black folk in your life are not asking you to um completely disconnect, you know, your form of activism from the things and the trials and that, that, that you go on in your own life. I think what we're mm-hmm. asking is for camaraderie and sympathy yeah. and empathy. And we're asking that you look beyond just yourself and look at, you know, the collective that is the Black community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is something that, um, unfortunately, uh, I've witnessed a few people already have not been able to, um, or I, I don't want to say understand, but I think uh, misinterpret. I see. Um, and I would only hope that um, they read about it. I think for me, as as and as well for the Black folk um, that you encounter in your life, um, take the time to also be wary of the questions that you ask and be conscious of um your position in terms of um, not knowing. And and um, what I mean by that is doing the work, right? I mentioned earlier that, you know, anti-Blackness and or um, understanding your privilege, understanding what you benefit um, within your identities um, is, uh, it's, it's a difficult task, you know? Yes, um, absolutely. It, it takes a lot of reflection, um, but also requires work. And I think as Black folk, I think, what we are tired of specifically is having to once again prove that uh, what we go through is valid. So I mm-hmm. think um, once again, looking up the term intersectionality is a good start. Yeah. You know, in terms of okay. if you're you know if you're going to um, if you want to ask you know your, your black friend a question or if you want to be a part of a conversation, um, read read and if you don't like reading watch if you don't like to mm-hmm. watch listen you know if you don't like to listen mm-hmm. speak uh but speak mindfully um and speak with um an idea that for those who experience racism and in, 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 while black folk but i think as well as um other races as well um be conscious of your words because sometimes they can be a trigger point you know and they're attached to trauma you know i think as um, I am a child of, you know, an immigrant, um, as well as I think a lot of uh, people of color are in this in this country, um, mm-hmm. we forget that, you know, our parents 
went through so much and we witnessed it. And I think we forget that that also Indeed. takes a toll on us, you know, and that, and that generational trauma um, can be triggered, especially at a time like this where I've witnessed a lot of my black friends just say that they're just simply exhausted. And while it's interesting because we're in quarantine and it's like, well, you're not going anywhere. Why are you exhausted? And I think it's just that mental exhaustion of Men- having to right. consistently um, having to speak out and constantly having to be active in activism, constantly having to prove what you go through is valid. Um, and Probably even to the point of burnout almost then, yeah. like Absolutely. Absolutely, it's a burnout, you know? And I think um, take take the breaks that you need, um, do whatever you need to do to feel better, uh, release your stress. Um, um, but I think, you know, be aware of that the times are changing and the world is changing mm-hmm. and take it in however time that you need. Um, but I love how you said that, you know, it, at a time like this, it is important to not be neutral. And I love that word. Um, because it's so easy just to be neutral. It's so easy to be exactly. political at a time like this, yeah. and because you don't want to, you know, um, ruffle any feathers, as you know, as they right. say. Um, mm-hmm. But it's important that that you speak, you know, what you are feeling, you know, and Indeed. whether that and where and where that comes from a place of ignorance. Um, because if you're going to claim ignorance, I would rather someone claim ignorance and be open to learning about it than someone staying neutral and refusing to do the work or learn or ask about it, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that, that that's a huge step of maturity and I think it's attractive to me <laughs> in terms of mm-hmm. friendships and relationships. Um, and I think that's just uh, something that I think I'm looking forward to out of all of this in the future. I think, um, once again, doing what you can, at, especially at, at a time like this where um, not only is this uh, moment in history very, well, I mean, this 2020 is just going to be a moment in history that I. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I. You've already know. seen all the all the things <laughs> surfacing about the year 2020 jokes and all these things, and I'm like, well, yeah, I'm not surprised, you know. <laughs> I am not surprised. I think that 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 chapter in the history textbook for my children, hopefully, if I have children one day, is going <laughs> to be a fat one. It's going to be a huge one for sure. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. But I think. Um, yeah, doing what you can, especially with, you know, COVID-19 still happening, people yes. are emotional still about this, and mm-hmm. with also with this movement, um, doing what you can. And I think even if it just means, you know, using your platform or informing your family, you know, that's not an easy task to do as well. I think sometimes yes, that's true. we forget that it's, it's important that while we have this knowledge, it's important to also share it um, mm-hmm. and share it not only digitally, but also share it um verbatim look at me using these yeah. words i don't think i i didn't know i even knew, I, I didn't even know i could even i knew these words um kind of like that, that person person to person face to face or whatever you were saying but no hey it's it, it, it's it's an yeah, intelligent conversation let me tell you that's what's going on so it's all good. i didn't all good. even know i had it in me i was so nervous about um speaking um but once again yeah i think um speaking to your family and you know i've had tough conversations with my own family in terms of um, understanding queerness and understanding mm-hmm. feminism and women's uh, women's movement, women's rights and whatnot. Yes. Um, yeah. And 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 none of it was an attack. None of it was me being because um, because because I think there are times where when we have this information and this knowledge, we can sometimes become a know-it-all to say the least. Oh, yeah. And especially being a social science person as, my, as myself, you know, something we can get caught up in the academic jargon or I think mm-hmm. in any faculty if you're in university or post-secondary like you're literally you're literally taught 
speak a certain way, you know, and mm. that, that and I think sometimes we can, we can we can we forget that not everyone in our life, you know, is on the same level of education that we have because I think that's true. Uh, being first or second generation, I think we're privileged enough to have the opportunity to have post-secondary. So I think mm-hmm. when I speak to my family um, and I bring up, for example, words like intersectionality, um, I really do break it down, you know, or even when um, just now, when I said the word multifaceted, um, changing around and being and saying, you know, the word complex, yeah. um, because that word is, it's similar. Um, don't know if the word complex gives it complete justice because I'm on, I'm on expert, um, but <laughs> it's the best way, you know, that I can kind of give it, you know, uh, lay words, lay terms. Yeah. Like it's sort of like the lay person's terms. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, like, yeah, just, or like, or I guess lay communication, if I put it just to the simplest way, but to kind of capture almost the, the, as close to, if not maybe entirely, uh, but as close to the essence of what you really wanted to say, kind of, say, but in just a exactly. way that somebody could understand. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we learned that, you know, in school, you know, when you first write an essay, write an essay, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you gave it to your six or seven year old brother or sister or cousin, they should be able to read it and understand, you know, maybe mm-hmm. not, they understand the complexities of it, but understand what is your point, your message. I still struggle with that with my essays. <laughs> I'm a <obsessed laughs> essay writer, I talk too much, um, but oh, yeah. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And hopefully by fourth year, I'll have it down pat. But you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's this dialogue that I think is important and helps. Oh, honestly, yes. well, I hey, I fall into the trap too because I find myself speaking more formally often on occasions rather than sort of in the informal ways now. So that it kind of comes to me every once in a while too, and then I'll kind of fall in that trap of you know, do they even understand what this means, or it might sound a little bit too formal for a casual conversation or something like that, you know? But mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's yes. uh, I guess we're all kind of working on it, so it's all good. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Anywho, okay. So with uh, with um, so this this um, feature you'll be doing tomorrow, uh, that will probably be something that comes on. Uh, I believe you're intending it potentially to be on one of these one of these days. It'll come up on your show page for Rainbow Radio then. And um, do you have anything, or do you potentially think it might be something you might continue up doing, or you know, doing something of the sort during this time between now and probably come September? Or do you have any particular plans with? the show in that sort of sense, if you will. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think, um, I think I have plenty of time. Um, and I have, I've had a few people <laughs> ask me about, you know, they're interested. And I think that's yeah. been super cool to be like, oh, wow, people actually want to hear what I have to say. And people are actually listening to the show. Um, so I think taking it, you know, one step at a time, whether, whether that's, you know, now that I learn about Zencaster here, I can um, hopefully put something <laughs> together, you know? Um, I have lots of wonderful friends who are part of the LGBT community or people who are allies that definitely, I mm-hmm. think are so knowledgeable and so intelligent. Um, I have, um, I, I, I would love to be able to reach out to more um, LGBT musicians. And I think that's something that I think I wanna maybe reach out and find out. It's a little more, it's a little more difficult because um, not everyone's out. And or sometimes that's not always the platform that they always lead with. I know some people prefer to make that just like it's a part of their identity, but it's not um, something that they want to promote their music with the intent under. Um, Certainly not the forefront of forefront of everything, right? And I respect that as well. Um, So I think maybe um, that's something that I maybe I have to put in the work to. 
finding out. But I think moving mm -hmm. forward, even with the, that's within quarantine or um, God forbid, <laughs> come fall, we're doing online classes, which I'm really, really mm -hmm. hoping we're not. Um, yeah, same, um, same. <laughs> um, I think I would love to continue the conversation um, about anything and everything, because that's who I am. Uh -huh. I talk about everything and everything. So, there you go. yes. And yes. those, I think it's like these, like, tea timey sort of conversations you have on the show, isn't it? Or something of that sort, I believe. They yes. Are, like, the segment you do on the show. Yes. Yes. It's called, um, oh, what's it called? What's the tea? That's the tea. Oh, no. See, it's been so long. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the idea of um, that's the tea, which is a term that was coined um, by Black queer folk. Um, mm. Um, specifically, I, I want to give um, probably two Black trans women during like the ballroom scene and whatnot um, mm -hmm. back in like the 80s and 70s um, with the, like, the, like the little language that we use, which, you know, um, which I think is just important to give a little bit of history and a little bit about that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, that's the tea. It's kind of just me and my little rants. <laughs> uh, but also <laughs> some, 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 a little bit of gossip. Some, I throw a little bit of shade here and there and I kind of, you know, throw a little <laughs> bit of a, yeah. you know, a little bit of a little nudge, hint, hint, nudge, nudge mm -hmm. of who's not doing what they're supposed to be doing or who said this or oh, yeah. um, oh, who's, yeah. you know, because, you know, it, it's also, you know, it's also for fun. You know, I think amongst Absolutely. it all, I think it's important that I have fun, you know, at the same time, like it's, not that if, it, if, it, if this was a paid job or if it wasn't, I wouldn't put as much effort in. Um, but I think what it what it is, it's like if, I, if I'm doing something and I'm wholeheartedly doing it, I want to do it to the best of my abilities. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I think at the same time, I want to also enjoy it, you know. So mm -hmm. you'll hear me on, on the on the podcast. I'll just start laughing or I'll, I laugh into the mic, you know. Um, oh, yeah. I think people, That's you true. Know, I, yeah, I can, I can testify to that. I can testify <laughs> to that if you're listening now. So Yeah, I laugh into the mic. I, I sometimes I scream into the mic. Sometimes I, I, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've cried into the mic yet, but maybe I will one day. Uh, Who knows? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. We're well, going to we'll find season, out. Who knows? But I think season two being, might bring that for Season two know, might bring <laughs> there you go. New, new emotions. New emotions. Um, but yeah, being real Sorry, you know, I, yeah yeah being real and being um Absolutely. being honest with the people that i'm that i'm talking to yeah so yeah 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 mm -hmm. and i guess you know definitely with with this medium that is that is cfmu this is actually kind of it is actually kind of a privilege on its own too to be able to have that that uh, that medium to be able to just just have a chat and have fun to do that and so i myself you know i really don't want to take it for granted and i want to do the best that i can with the show and probably i i, I suppose you may do may with the same with yours so it's just it's just a wonderful opportunity nonetheless so absolutely absolutely Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anywho, well, uh, so whether it's seven to eight or eight to nine, which I will tell <laughs> you probably come the episode uh, or uh, when when the episode page comes up, which is going to be when this airs, um, you can always check out Rainbow Radio and previous episodes. Do you have any other links you'd like to share? Any any socials? Anything you'd like to share with us to kind of uh, kind of give yourself an opportunity to self plug? <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> I could always give mom a shout out to my Instagram. I mean, why yeah. not? Um, it's not open, but I'm I'm trying to decide if I'm if I want to make it public or private. I'm kind of still on the on the edge of that. If I want to, yeah. you know, but I, who cares? I'll Absolutely. still share it. Um, you know, I've had people who don't necessarily follow me still DM me. You can still DM me even if I'm private. I, I will always check. Um, so that's um Ava Ray. So it's A V E R underscore R A Y. That's A V E R underscore R A Y. That's not actually how you pronounce mm -hmm. my name. I don't know how that name came to be. I think I, think I was like 14 <laughs> when I made that Instagram. It's all good. <laughs> it's solid <laughs> and it works. 
So um, yeah, so that's Ava Ray on Instagram. Yeah, uh-huh. that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no worries. But hey, that there was Avery Jackman. Thanks again, Avery, though, for doing this. And once again, you can catch the show. Be sure that, uh, you know, if you get the opportunity to catch the special sort of live session he does at Rainbow Radio, which, again, um, as of this recording will have been tomorrow, will be tomorrow. But by the time you uh, catch this, it'll probably have been the previous week or whenever it has gone. But please do, uh, I do encourage you to go ahead and check it out as well. But hey, Avery, thank you so much for doing this. No, thank you for having me. This was awesome. This was really nice. Alrighty, well, there was the interview I had with Avery Jackman. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Be sure to check out his show, Rainbow Radio, which airs actually tonight. Uh, There should be an episode out at uh, 7 o'clock, and that is the time as I did officially get to confirm. Uh, So it is from 7 to 8. I had been mistaken for some bizarre reason. It's not 8 to 9, it is 7 to 8. And uh, you can also check out more uh, more information about Avery there, and I'll be sure to link up as well some other resources and useful things on today's episode page. Now, it's uh, we still have a fair amount of time in today's show, so I think what I might do is just fill out some more music and uh, sort of enjoy the time. Hang on just a sec. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure if this is something I normally can do in the studio because that is actually sipping on some coffee. (laughs) Um, One of the best ways to start the morning, at least in some cases, is this this cup of coffee or some beverage of the sort, whatever the case is. But this is one of the few times, and this is what is fun about having this done podcasted, because I can actually now drink coffee while doing the podcast. Now, Obviously, uh, I would not recommend this for various reasons. I'm just trying this now because I think I'm able to do it without spilling the cup or getting any of this equipment wet. I mean, this is second-rate equipment, but nonetheless, I still want to try to keep it as good as possible. Highly not recommended to drink anything when you're doing podcasting, especially if your mics are of really high, pristine quality, or actually regardless of quality, because the the quality from there is just going to go down. You're going to get a distorted sound uh, of various kinds, no matter what the mic is. Uh, And also, whatever setup you have, you know, um, you certainly don't want to be crying over a spilled set of coffee over uh, some valuable pieces of paper or your electronics. In my case, my laptop's right in front of me now. Turned off, but still, if the coffee spills there... Um, big things to have to fix up there. Anyway, um, so I just decided to have a little bit of fun today and try that because I normally don't get to do it. Now, again, I'm not promoting anything or endorsing or um, in agreement with drinking coffee or whatever while you're doing a podcast, unless, of course, your mics are well away or something where you're not going to get the equipment wet or you don't intentionally try to, you know, shake the mugs so that the liquid actually spills out over onto the equipment. Uh, but uh, hopefully things go well. Um Anywho, why did I get in this coffee tangent? I guess it's kind of in a, kind of a, 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 what do I call it? A tie-in to some of the various references to coffee I've had over the past episodes? I honestly don't know. (laughs) I think, or maybe it's just me ranting while I may may potentially be feeling jittery at this time because of it. Again, um, you may actually notice, especially during the first few episodes of First Up, I always tended to scapegoat coffee. I was talking about this with Lauren a few weeks ago, almost a month ago, or a couple months ago now, actually, uh, during that interview with her. And um, I was saying, you know, I, I tend to keep running back to the coffee as a comical sort of scapegoat almost. Sometimes it's true, though, because uh, there have been some mornings when it's been about uh, if I ever try to set my alarm for four or whatever the case is, or five, and uh, I'll start getting super groggy. I'll try to force myself up, do whatever it takes, splash water, take a shower, you know, but never usually get a cup of coffee. And sometimes it works. Sometimes, you know, 
I really do need the extra cup of coffee. But um, no, it's uh, it's just really funny to think about how many times coffee has been referenced. You know, it's not something like this episode has been brought to you by coffee. But, um, you know, I, I've just gone on a random tangent. Can you believe that, actually? I'm just kind of coming back to now. And I just realized, did I just spend about three minutes talking about coffee? Anyway, you, you, I mean... I could, I could totally play. I had a, I have a perfect record for this. Unfortunately, I don't have it on me right now. One of these days, if I remember, I will make sure to play that particular record. I think I may have played it sometime before. I don't know if it was a previous show or if it was in a previous version of the show. But regardless, um, I will still find a way to share it. Anywho, enough of coffee. Now let's get to some music. And hopefully, if you are sipping on some coffee now, you are enjoying it or whatever beverage it is for that matter. Hopefully, um, you're just enjoying yourself now, taking it easy, whatever it may be, even if it isn't morning because. Because technically this might come to you in the afternoon, the evening, or the night, or whatever the case is, as I sort of always introduce now, since um, this is more than just a morning show, given that it's now on a podcasting platform, and who knows, pretty much, for whatever time, unless, of course, you've got your coffee going on at night, which is, I mean, I leave that entirely up to you. Anywho, now we're going to get to some music after how many times I've tried to redirect my attention to the music. Uh, we're going to go ahead and resume back with some of the reruns, or sort of quote-unquote rerun uh, uh, episodes or, or songs, but really, I'm kind of just featuring these once more, because you cannot get enough of local artists and just wonderful music that has been submitted to the station so far. We certainly, as well, are looking quite forward to getting able to get back in there and really add more songs to our library, which we are still doing constantly and you are more than welcome to keep sending us your music as well to do that you're going to be looking for uh if you wanted to by the way just a quick plug again sorry for the tangent once more (laughs) you can skip ahead if you wish but um uh, if you just wanted to go ahead and send some music, if you are an artist or somebody looking to submit music to us, uh, send an email to cfmumusic at msu.bigmaster.ca. Um, you can also look up the, there, there is an instructions package on our website as well. If you look towards the bottom, there should be sort of a link that leads you to music submission guidelines as well. So be sure to be on the lookout for those. And also speaking of music as well, um, we've had this feature going called the single of the week and uh, we're still continuing it actually. People are doing it from their homes and this is still going so definitely check that out i think there was a very recent video put up uh a few days ago so you can go ahead and check that out at cfmu.ca there should be a video there called single of the week uh, as well as other musical features that are still being provided by jamie and all of the other staff here at cfmu anyways now we're going to go ahead and take a quick musical break here going through some great tunes i'll catch you in just a bit hopefully you enjoy uh, we have more music coming along the way now, uh, and some good selections, too. Uh, here's one that has really surprised me, I think. This next track I'll play for you to kick off this this little set is one from a very popular album of the 20, 20th century, not the 21st. This is one that came out in the early 70s and is known as one of this artist's greatest works amidst many of her others, uh, one of the highly critically claimed albums and one of my personal favorites as well. Now, this is the funny thing, because I was so distracted by the hit songs that came off of this album, I completely forgot to check. So this album is something called Tapestry by a great artist named Carol King. She had uh, a couple of hits on this, I think, if not more. Definitely um, a single that was It's Too Late, uh, coupled with I Feel the Earth Move. Both of those two tracks were two of her most, are probably by far two of her most famous and iconic tracks. There's also things like So Far Away, Smack Water Jack, and so on and so forth. But 
a lot of the hit songs appear on one side, and I had only been listening to that one side, and I had forgotten to flip the side to listen to the rest of the album. And sure enough, this song came across, and I gotta give props to my dad, because he's the one that discovered this song, and I said, no way, this song is on Tapestry. It's just a wonderful grooving track if you're a fan of It's Too Late, and... Um, a bunch of her later works as well. You can kind of hear a bit of a hinting at some of those later works from this particular track. This is a little something from Carol King called Where You Lead. Sort of already got that It's Too Late vibe, but hopefully you enjoy it. This is Carol King on CFMU. track from a Hamilton-based singer-songwriter by the name of Heather Valley from her most recent release, Desert Message. Self-released, this is called Love Joy. 
That there was Heather Valley from uh, her most recent album, Desert Message. Lovejoy was the title of that track. This is coming from the lawyer-turned-singer-songwriter based out of right here in Hamilton, Ontario. To kick things off uh, with this next set, I've got some more new releases for you. There's some, I think this is one that I actually featured. Uh, here's a 
uh, an album rather that I featured last week. This is one from a great fellow by the name of Andy Schaff, who released an album by the name of The Neon Skyline. This track I'll be playing for you now from this album to kick off the set is something called 13 Hours. This is Andy Schaff right here on CFMU.
There was Versions. That was a track by the name of Cistern Chapel from their most recent release, uh, Bass Portrait. So there's that for a little music break of yours. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, the few selections I have. Unfortunately, I'd love to give you more. Uh, But, you know, being honest, uh, all I have really available to me is pretty much whatever is in my database here. But anyways, regardless of that, hopefully you enjoyed those breaks. And I do promise um, more selections up ahead as more do come. And also, if you are willing to or if you're interested more so in uh, coming to submit some some music or any kind of submission for the show, that uh, that area is always open, as I'm always looking forward to receiving submissions from you, whether that be music or a sketch or something you'd like to share. Um, feel free to do so. Just send me an email at uh, cfmuproduction at msu.mcmaster.ca. Uh, and uh, yeah. Just uh, make sure you can make sure you do send a headline of something that'll tell me that it'll be something you'd like to submit for the show. But nonetheless, uh, it's that that area that area of, of submission is still open as always. As as you've probably seen me promo every week on the show as well. Uh, that is also present there. Now I kind of wanted to preview a little bit of what's going to be coming up for the next couple weeks or so as. Um, I know this will certainly be, and this is kind of a post-remark into what originally was supposed to be on the 15th of uh, June, but will now be on today, the 22nd. Uh, Anyways, for the weeks ahead, there'll be some interesting things, more features and more guests as well, which are along the way, but this coming week is going to be an interesting one, uh, because you may have probably heard me briefly mention this early on before, but basically... Uh, what will be happening come the next uh, this this week and following is that whatever appears on the podcasting platform and whatever appears here uh, on the air is going to be exactly the same in terms of the content. So there won't be any more reruns happening on the air. It'll now all be brand new content as we will be back to being on top of things and right in time and sort of, I'm trying to think of the word once again, I think I've lost the terminology um, at present. I think it's something along the lines of we'll we'll be back on track, if you will. So sort of the sync. Uh, So that's kind of a hint as to what you'll be experiencing or getting to hear next week. Nothing too fancy. I don't think I'll be having any particular guests on. So it kind of might be like Enduring 201, kind of like I had in episode 17, which was mostly a lot of music and a lot of myself and uh, various sorts of um, antics and things that probably I could totally pull off only through a podcasting platform and not so much in the air. So uh, you probably heard the coffee sipping segment earlier. That basically is kind of a nod to what will be coming uh, next week as uh, hopefully you will be looking forward to the content there. But I know I myself am looking forward to sharing that with you as well as everything that will be coming afterwards. Um, A few other uh, folks I think I'd like to highlight or at least uh, to sort of... um, uh, introduced you in advance will be, I think after that episode will be number 30. So it'll be really exciting because the 30th episode is already with us now and which, which technically would have been number 31 if I had been on top of things and had this episode out for last week on the 15th. Uh, but on that show, which will be on the 6th of July, episode number 30 will feature our, uh, new outreach coordinator who has taken over for Olivia, uh, as this is now the new contract year for the outreach coordinator. And I'm looking forward to introducing this person to you. So not much information I can share. If you have, however, been checking our website at cfmu.ca for some of our latest content, you'll probably see who I'm referring to. And if you get to put two and two together, you'll probably come to know who your new outreach coordinator is for this coming year. But regardless of that, um, I will leave it a surprise here 
on the podcast, and you'll have to wait till episode number 30 to find out who that fellow is. Anyways, hopefully you enjoyed today's content, and that pretty much brings us to the end of today's program. Thank you so much for uh, joining me as well and uh, tuning in to today's episode. I do very strongly encourage you as well to check out the links that Avery... Uh, uh, by the way, thank you, Avery, so much for also coming on the show. It was an absolute pleasure to chat with you and a wonderful conversation entirely. Please do uh, spend the time to check out his social media, as well as all of the terminology and links to what he has recommended as Goodreads, uh, terms such as intersectionality, and all the uh, helpful and useful resources that can help you either be educated, informed, or to help join in on the conversations against uh, sis- uh, systemic racism and uh, black racism and all of and police brutality and all that has been going on of late, especially because now is the time. Uh, while, you know, it may seem like it is subsiding, it is far from subsiding because now is the time to act and to make sure that these um, uh, uh, these uh, these injustices are being acted against and being continually um, called out against as well as we sort of continue to work towards diminishing, if not entirely eliminating, these uh, these great injustices in our world today. Anyway, this has been First Up for 93.3 CFMU Broadcasting out of McMaster University in the basement of the Student Center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Currently from my home in hometown Mississauga, but nonetheless still sharing the episode content with you and still going on the airwaves, which will start as of next week. So, with all of that, I look forward to catching you then. Hopefully when yours, continue to take care, and I will see you next week. <laughs>